When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. And I'm Paul Burkhardt. Ooh, buddy. We are speeding towards episode 100, my dude. Um, it's insane to think about. I know. Um, goes by quick, right? Like, it's, it, like you start one of these goofy-ass shows, and the next thing you know, you're like, oh shit, 100 episodes? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so today we've been, we've been doing a lot more sort of involved episodes lately, themed episodes and stuff, and haven't taken the time to just fucking do a little new boot goofing, you know, a little bullshit. Yeah, man. So I got some topics together that we could kick around. I had you get some together. So we're just going to bullshit. It's going to be a variety of things, I think. Um, sounds good to me, man. Yeah, buddy. Um, Takes the pressure off, like trying to come up with like a specific episode long topic you know yeah and we've got like when you think about this year and the episodes that we're going to have on deck with you know uh video games that are releasing this year like there's a lot coming right um and you know it's nice to just sort of step back and hit a because like you know we're not a super topical show necessarily where we hit the news every week kind of like right. you know, will and i would do on on blue harvest so you know sometimes stuff comes out that we want to talk about um but it's not necessarily something to take up a whole episode you know so um i got i got some that i think are pretty fucking cool lined up and uh i'm interested to see what yours are um, and, and one of these is actually going to be a recreation of a sort of discussion topic we had on my stream one night. Um, I'm interested okay. to see if your thoughts about it have changed in the meantime. Um, but of course, it's Street Fighter related. Of course it is. <laughs> because, boy, my on the spectrum ass is full on obsessed with Street Fighter right now. And this is in a year where we're getting a, fi- uh, a, a new Final Fantasy, a Resident Evil 4 remake, my favorite Resident Evil game, a Diablo, one of my favorite franchises, uh, you know, and a lot of other shit, too. Right? Not to mention the other fighting game contemporaries. Even. I know. Like, I can't even. Buddy, I, I, every time we talk about that, one of us goes, and Tekken 8 and Mortal Kombat 12 sometime this year. Mm-hmm. And I can't even. Uh, yeah, it's tough for me to even fathom it. I can't even bring those into the conversation right now because I'm so laser focused on Street Fighter Six. Me too. So <clears throat> we've talked quite a bit about the roster of Street Fighter Six, And for anybody that might not know, this is the roster as it's going to be on launch. Ryu, Chun-Li, Luke. Luke is sort of the face character for this this game uh he was was, just recently introduced right like in the dlc for five the last dlc pack for five luke was part of it jamie who was part of the beta that we got to participate in guile jury kimberly that's a new character also in the beta ken e honda blanca dalsim dj manon who's new marissa who's new zangief lily cammy and jp those are our um, 
starting lineup characters that are going to be there at launch. And this is far from confirmed, but seems pretty solid as far as leaks go. The first fighter pass is going to be four characters. And, well, at least four. And it's going to be Akuma, Aki, who I am assuming is a new character because I'm not familiar with them, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. Ed and Rashid. Um, yeah i'm not super crazy about the dlc rumors mm-hmm. uh and yeah definitely sounds like they're true enough hopefully aki is cool you know no and no hate against rashid or ed really but ed i never liked his character design and uh full hate against that i hate that yeah rashid was just the character i didn't get into <clears throat> but um you know akuma it's good he'll be there but eh. Well, you know, Jeff and I were talking about this, and I can't remember if it was just one night when we were hanging out, dicking out, dicking around on Discord, or if this was on stream. You know, one of the fun things, because we both, all of us, you know, all of our little crew that plays Five, got into Five legitimately very late. You know, I messed around with it sort of close to launch, because that was kind of around the time I finally got a PS4. Then we fucked around with it a little bit in 2020, but we didn't really get into five until this year. And by the time we really got into it, you know, there'd been so many DLC packs. The roster is fucking huge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it'll be fun because, you know, for the first night, first couple weekends, maybe in first month, I imagine we're all going to sort of be focusing on the characters we know and love but eventually we're going to cross out and get real cross you know branch out rather and get real weird to be honest that's been the biggest joy for me in playing five as much as we do has been breaking out of my comfort zone and trying out some new characters that i didn't before right Mm -hmm. but let's say um mr david capcom the guy who owns capcom right comes to you and says hey steve we've been watching your stream with your buddy halls that dude is down tremendously bad uh (laughs) we want you to pick the fighter pass two five characters you get to pick five characters for the fighter pass and you know from any previous street fighter game who would they be so this is a good a great question actually Mm -hmm. um and you know i try to respect the previous entries mm-hmm. you know because so it's interesting with the six roster you've got the the original eight fully represented they're all there mm-hmm. you and know? then the new and warriors then you've got right half of the world warrior or the, uh, the new challengers new excuse challengers, me yeah. yeah you got half of them so i wouldn't mind seeing fei long in there let's put him on the side for now maybe a fei long I, I i i like that okay so after that, you know, was there also they left out the bosses, all the bosses from Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. None of them made the cut yet. So that means no Bison, no Sagat, no Balrog, no Vega. So let's put Sagat off to the side. Okay. For right now, too. Your Sagat um, is nasty, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I love me some Sagat. Um, so three, you know... The only thing that I have enduring memories of in three is really Ken. So it's tough for me to want to pick a character from three. I could pick Makoto, but she's also in four. Like when I think about that, mm-hmm. let's see here. Okay. So we've got potentially Sagat, potentially Fei Long. I'm going to say Birdie as well, okay. because Birdie did not make it into this one. And I loved, I've loved playing him. going to say Cody. Because you know me and Cody, mm-hmm. pretty we go back at least to four, mm-hmm. pretty hardcore with Cody, and I and I play him pretty good in five. And hmm, let's say Gao, Gaokin. Oh, the so the inverse of Akuma, yes. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's let me think about that. So Sagat, Fei Long. Cody, mm-hmm. Birdie, Gal. Mm-hmm. That means I'm leaving off like Abel, which sucks. I'm leaving off like Rufus, which, eh, you know, not that big of a deal. I'm trying to think what are some misses here for me. And I can't think of too many that are like really bumming me out. Mm-hmm. 
So outside of missing Abel, who was fun in four, I really enjoyed playing him. I think that that's my list. Nice. So I think, so I approach it from this way. Oh, and remind me to circle back around to the the fucking four Shadowloo dudes or whatever, right? Remind because mm-hmm. I have I have a theory about that. Um, so this is what I think. I think you. I would say this is who I'd like to see in my five pack. I'd like to see a Buki. Love a Buki. Um, she is one of the only characters that was introduced in three that I really got into playing was a Buki. Mm-hmm. Um, and I carried that into four and five. Um, you know, obviously that might even be why she's not in the lineup yet is cause she's been there three games in a row. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I'd say Ibuki, I would say Cody, I would say guy, cause that al- allows us to have our Cody and guy showdown again. Right. Mm-hmm which I always like doing that final fight showdown. I would say G for our buddy Jeff. <laughs> His only outfit, he would never get DLC outfits, is the yellow outfit with the green mask so he can be old Stanley Ipkiss head ass. Yep. And then... Um, hmm. It's all fun and games until it comes down to that fifth spot. The fifth spot is tough because part of realize. me wants to go... Kareen, because Kareen is a character who I never paid any attention to. I didn't have a ton of experience with the Alpha games, um, but I really like her in Five. Um, Crimson Viper. I think that might be the one, because I liked her in Four a lot. She didn't come back for this. El Fuerte, I would lose my damn mind, but I'm also okay without El Fuerte. I really like him, you know? I think they can bring that character's style back. Mm-hmm. In a different kind of way. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like what they're doing with T-Hawk almost in this one. They're bringing, what, his niece? Lily. Yeah. Lily mm-hmm. into this. And I like that. I like the attempt at making a much less stereotypical character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, you know, like, it's weird when you look at it, like... The very on-the-nose, stereotypical, borderline offensive portrayal of Native Americans in fighting games, because a lot of them have done it. Like Street for Fighter, sure, Killer Instinct, Killer Absolutely Instinct, did fucking it. Mortal Kombat. You know, like the list goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I totally get that, but I also think you could do T Hawk in a way and like update him to be a little right. more progressive, right? Like mm-hmm. the portrayal, I mean. Which is um, what I'm hoping we'll get with Lily. Lily. It seems like it from what we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, Kareen, I love Sakura, but my I have sort of started to not play her as much. As I've, I've noticed. Yeah, as I've branched off into other characters. I think it might have to be Crimson Viper. I think it might have to be cool. Crimson Viper. She got no love. Uh, I, and I know that she's got a fan base out there. Oh yeah. There's people who really like her, you know, you know, what's interesting is I'm, I'm playing that goddamn street fighter. Um, uh, dual mobile game. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And you know, this is a game that was originally released in Japan and then just recently was sort of localized for the U S by Crunchyroll games. And from what I can tell that roster like the characters featured in there are mostly Street Fighter Four. I haven't seen a single Street Fighter Five original character, but like I have a badass Crimson Viper and a badass Rufus. Like you know, it's it's a lot of those characters, which I think is interesting. Um, as far as the four bosses, Balrog, I would love to have Balrog's a character that I've just recently started playing, and I'm not too bad with him. Um, Balrog. M. Bison, Sagat, and Vega. So you notice that the the leaked DLC characters, there's four of them, right? And it mm-hmm. could just be that their their fighter packs this time are going to be four instead of five, right? Um, I kind of wonder if each one of those fighter packs is going to be rounded off by one of the Shadow Lou bosses. You know what I mean? Be interesting. Yeah. Um, and the one thing I hope it's not 
is I hope that they're not including those characters because they're like, well, it's set after Street Fighter 3 and those people aren't around in canon anymore. Fuck Street Fighter canon. It makes no goddamn sense. Unless you're going to give me a kick-ass Never Realm-style story mode, just bring these characters in. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we just want to play as everybody. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Um, And was it you or Jeff that was telling me, because they released the... um, character select screen this week that people calculated that there was something like room for 24 more characters makes sense i mean that's typically what what these fighting games i think are shooting for yeah towards the end of their lifestyle is a big ass roster yeah a gigantic roster with you know tons of metas and Mm -hmm. things they can tweak and Mm -hmm you know things that'll cause discussions on message boards around the country mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean i think it's i think uh you know i'm so you know it's funny jeff kind of roasts me about this uh uh totally justified by the way because there was an episode this year where i was talking about i don't play charge characters in fighting games i just don't i'm not good at it and bruh now when we play street fighter my first three or four character selections are are charge characters e honda blanca alex and balrog and you're good with all all of those like deadly good um and like i don't want to be the guy who gives the controller the credit but it's 100 percent the controller it's having the fight stick i don't know how else to describe it or um you know explain it because I was never able to uh, to pull those characters off before, and then I get a fight stick, and look at me now. Look at me now. Yeah, you're Daigo. <clears throat> oh, thank you. I don't know about all that, <laughs> but thank you. Um, okay, so I I think both of our I will I can't wait to look back on this episode. You know, in a year or two, once we've gotten a couple of fighter packs to see if any of our choices have shown up. Yeah. Um, I like that yours is like you're thinking of your homies, whereas mine, it's all like, oh, these five. You know what I mean? Well, you know, because part of it, like I can play the computer in Street Fighter all day. You know, I could play against dipshits online and get duty stomped. But the real magic of Street Fighter is playing with you dudes and the memes and the bits that arise from our characters and the matchups like. You and I have the big boy matchup in five where we do Alex versus Birdie, right? Right. And then, you know, we have other ones that will pop up here and there. And I love that shit, man. Yeah, so me too. the idea of being able to recreate some of those. Um, okay, well, here's, here's, a, here's the counter question then. Assume that all our characters made it in. Now what's your five? All our if characters you, made if, it in? If, if you don't think about, if you don't have to think about Okay, if I me if I'm Jeff. going just me, right? Exactly. Yeah. I'm going DiCaprio, so I can have you know um, a second Cami. Yeah, Shoto Cami and Charge Cami. Nice. All right. Luna. Jeez, Louise, she just almost pulled down the entire setup, bro. Um, I'm going DiCaprio. I would. Faye Long is on there, you do, buddy. When. When the console version came out that had Faye Long in it, like, I couldn't wait to play as Faye Long, right? Look, man, I'm a Bruce Lee fan. Yeah. There's just no way yeah. around it. Like, you know, um, I grew up with that shit. He would be in there. I would... It's tough because, like, <coughs> I love having a character like Dan in there because he is sort of a troll character and he's goofy. Um, and I just know Jeff would play him and be a troll with him, but that's one of Jeff's guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, See, like Dudley, I'm really not realizing I left off my list and it's just, there's always going to be somebody yeah. that I have to fucking leave behind. You know, it's a shame. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It's interesting in that way. Like, you know who I could do without is uh, the cop lady from Five? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Ken. I was no, about to say, no. I would, I would never do that to you. <laughs> I would never do that to you. 
never 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 that'd be like if you if you started a change.org permission a petition to get cammy removed from all street fighter games past present and future <laughs> I, could, I could never do that i would never do that now oro on the other hand maybe i'd, I'd at least think about signing that petition that dude's a little creepy bruh i want to drive to texas and and hack into jeff's computer and delete his ability to use oro <laughs> i don't lose my shit at games anymore it's been a long time <laughs> but the only time i ever feel it bubbling in my heart is playing against oro that's awesome i think um, you've said you've said that you want to go delete, delete a lot of different his ability of a lot of different characters yep i've said it about oro i've said it about ed <laughs> who knows man yeah and as a quick aside ed's theme his music for street fighter 5 is the worst fighting game character theme i've ever heard in my life i fucking hate it it's bad it's real bad um okay buddy toss me a topic what what you All got right. so it's uh saint patrick's day weekend coming up here mm -hmm. in in a few days you know and you know not to i can put be kind of blunt it's a weekend that people or a day that people decide to go get fucking wasted on you know mm. most most people some people take it pretty fucking seriously they get up at like 7 a.m and start drinking and start starting the corn beef yeah and it it got me to thinking like that's not really something i'm gonna do anymore i'm a little too old to go like burn it down at both ends of the candle you know but mm -hmm. Um, there are, have been some pretty good sequences in video games throughout like the years that have had some pretty good, like get fucked up scenes, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it, like, do you have any particularly memorable ones? Like the first one that comes to mind is the one for red dead redemption Two, for yeah. me, you know, that yeah. one's pretty freaking hilarious. Um, he gets drunk, really drunk with this guy from his party. I can't think of the guy's name. Lenny, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe. maybe. And it gets fucking wild. Like it's it it's done so well. There's like cuts back and forth between uh like them, their activities, mm -hmm. they're doing all this weird shit, they're dancing with people, they're fighting, they're they're like drowning some dude in like the trough outside. It's just really hilarious and a great scene. Do you have any that come to mind? I do. Um now I can't remember if this is in Mass Effect one or two. Um if it is in two, this is by no means like a major story spoiler. Oh, no, no so I wouldn't yeah. do that to you. Um, so um, there's a bar you can go to and you go up and the, the bartender behind the bar is kind of a shithead. You know, there's this whole like thinly veiled social commentary and mass effect of like, you know, the alien race is not liking the humans so much because they're kind of the newest species on the galactic stage um they mm -hmm. feel like they've rose risen to po uh, prominence and are vying for a council seat way quicker than they should and then there's you know the the stuff between the krogans and other races and stuff and <clears throat> this guy so you order a drink and you can keep ordering drinks from him and get progressively drunker and event and like it kind of does the red dead thing where it cuts to like shepherd dancing on the dance floor and acting up and <laughs> i can see the animation in my head yep he eventually <laughs> kind of oh yeah a little janky he eventually um gives you a drink that is like poisonous to humans and it sets off this whole side quest and stuff um i'm trying to think what the first game i ever played that had a drunk mechanic in it. You know what I mean? Where you drink in the game and then it makes the like visuals all fucked up and right, it's hard to right. control. Yeah, I can't think of what the earliest known one was. I I'm sure think. like I'm sure like Space Quest had some shit in it, you mm -hmm. know. Or some, Leisure uh, Suit Larry. Leisure Suit Larry, something like that. But uh it's also like there've been some funny drug drug related scenes too. You know, Bro. like when you think about Grand Theft Auto five Oh, yeah, and you have the alien hallucination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some, bro, I, I remember, I think, and I'm sure there were ones before this that I might have even played. You let me borrow Far, Far Cry 3, Far and Cry there 3. are like, oh, my God. Like yeah. shroom trips in that game, yep. and they mm -hmm. are 
wild. wild. Isn't that the game too where you like take a torch to like a marijuana field or something like like a field of drugs and uh, the fumes like get you real fucked up too? That might be four. Maybe that's four. There's definitely something. You take in like a flamethrower to it, right? Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. So yeah, I can't really remember. I mean, there's so many of them. Like, you, you want to know what my favorite thing? Um, one of my favorite things about the Yakuza slash Like a Dragon. You will pry Yakuza out of my cold dead hands, <laughs> Ryu Gaigoken or whatever the name of that studio is. Um. <laughs> Drinking in that game is beneficial because it raises your heat level, which to me, like if you think about it in a immersive sense, mean like your character goes to a bar, has some drinks and gets all surly and wants to fight and shit. You know, <laughs> I love that shit. There's um, a, some really good drinking scenes in Ishin. There's also a dr- good drinking mini game in Ishin as well. Yeah, with my which, lady Anna. With with your girlfriend Anna. Yeah. How's that? Well. How's that relationship going? By We're the way, good, buddy? man. You I mean, maxed, have you maxed out her meter yet? I figured. Just making sure. Just making sure, man. Of course, of course. <laughs> I'm a good boyfriend, man. I pay attention. You know, I pay attention, affection. I, I do all those things. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. So in that game, this is very specific to Ishin, but like when you start, she asks you how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. What what does that have to do with anything? So if I understand it correctly, um, the more positive a, re- a response you give, the harder the preceding mini games are. And just like the next question where she's like, um, how you- much sake do you want? Exactly. Um, I think that might be what it is. Maybe it's backwards, but I'm not quite sure. Okay, okay, cool. I kind of thought it might be something like that. I always pick, pick feeling good and mm-hmm. keep it coming. But yeah. with that said, her paper rock scissors seems to be pretty easy. So I don't know. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. But either way, like I love the the fact that studios aren't afraid to get a little creative with that kind of stuff. Max yeah. Payne, the Max Payne series. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, mm-hmm. tons of it. Tons of stuff like that. Um, Yeah, like, you know, as a um, a dude who did a lot of drinking in his past and fucking got a handle on that after a little while, um, it's interesting to see how it's portrayed in games um, because it's not always positively. Right, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, in, in certain terms, like the Max Payne series in particular, like... He comes across as like a pill popping asshole. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a good thing right. that, that he needs that to continue on. Um, so that's the best thing. It's not like you're doing it for the hell of it. Right. But, you know, you can go back to Mario taking mushrooms, you know. To... What is that all about, Miyamoto? <laughs> Let me know, bro. There's something up with that. And we all know it. Man, as a quick aside, can I tell you? Um, I've had, so Super Nintendo World just opened at Universal Studios in California. And so I've had a handful of people I follow on social media or who I'm friends with, like my buddy Steele, who've gone and it looks so fucking cool, man. It looks so cool. You know what I'm ready for? Um, fucking Super From Land. <laughs> Jesus. Where you leave with a burning case of herpes <laughs> and an awesome popcorn bucket shaped like a foot. <laughs> you just you just get your poison meter starts building up the second you start waiting in line. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the only way to get it down is to buy $83 turkey leg with a side of curly fries. <laughs> they call them curly fingers. Cur- oh, yeah. oh my god. Dude, the chicken fingers basket is in the shape of those fucked up hand that those, fucked up hands. Two fingers. fingers. Yeah. <laughs> two fingers chicken. Yeah, it's it's the kids' meal because there's only two tendies. Unless they're giant tendies, you know. You could get the crazy la- crazy large meal, which is the three fingers. Yep, exactly. The yep. the the flames of madness meal. Mm-hmm. Yep, the flames of madness meal. It's super spicy. They got to have some extra bathrooms built because it's so spicy. Yes, the hot chicken. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, okay, so I came across this article the other day that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, that is the best selling games of all time. Okay. The 10 best selling games of all time. Um, and I thought that would be kind of interesting to sort of talk about, not necessarily in depth, right? But Right. No, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, so, <clears throat> the original first-gen Pokemon games, 47 million copies. This is number 10? This is number go- 10. Okay. Yeah, um, there had to be some Pokemon on there. Is there more? <laughs> I don't know. We're actually I so I saw the list, I opened it up in a tab and I didn't look cuz okay. I wanted us okay. to sort of go through together. Fair. Um interesting, a, I think Remember when we had our good buddy Evan on to mm-hmm. explain Pokémon to us? Yeah, when I was deathly ill and <laughs> ended up in the hospital a few days later. Oh man, yeah, you were rough. We yeah. were still recording in person then too. Yep. Um I still can I would still fucking take that. Um so the first generation that makes sense to me that it's the not only on the top 10 but the best selling version of that series because it was certainly the most hyped I think. Like obviously people still love Pokemon and still buy the games but that first generation is where like 9 times out of 10 if I knew somebody that had a Game Boy they were playing Pokemon. Um, and also, I, I do believe this um, includes re-releases, too, for all of these games. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Super Mario Brothers. The original Super Mario Brothers is at number nine with 48 million. Um, once again, makes a ton of sense, especially considering that game was packed in. Packed for... in. Yeah, you get the pack in sales. And yep. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No kid that I ever knew complained about getting that game. You no. know what I mean? No. Like everybody wanted to have that game. Didn't matter if you played it 100,000 times at your friend's house. You mm-hmm. wanted it for yourself. Yep. Yeah. Um. Oh, now this surprises me. Overwatch. The first Overwatch, yeah. 50 million copies. Game was a big, big-ass hit, I suppose. That is So, unless we continue down and see something else from Blizzard, that's that's got to be the their biggest success to this day, right? The original Overwatch? That's, that's interesting. Oh, what was the max player count for WoW? 12 million. Yeah, it wow. Okay. I was just like, damn, how did WoW not outsell it? But 12 million. <clears throat> um, um, WoW was also a monthly subscription. Overwatch was not, although, you know, it had was supported by microtransactions. Yeah, and Overwatch was cross-platform, cross-play, mm-hmm. right, I think. It was also damn fun, honestly. Like, I mean, I know it kind of gets a bad reputation but if that's your jam like mm-hmm. gameplay to me was super smooth and fun it was i really enjoyed playing it you know i remember um within the first month that game came out you and i were playing it was one of the only times that it was just you and i playing overwatch and we came to the conclusion that it was kind of like the street fighter of first person ta- like first person squad games because of the <coughs> um variety in character design and original character design and the fact that people had their people like their mains right Mm -hmm. just like you would in a street fighter um okay so number seven red dead redemption 2 at 50 million plus nice once again this makes a ton of sense um wonder how many of those people have been killed by eric struthers well, I figure at least about six of those copies are probably Eric Strauss. <laughs> He's doing his part. He's not double dipping. He's sexta dipping, whatever six is. Um, and then number six, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. 
So the Switch release of Mario. Oh, so actually, no, apparently this also includes the Wii U. <clears throat> um, 60 million. 60 million copies. Wow. Um, I have to see. Nintendo can swing a big, big sword when they need to, man. Yeah, and the Switch has been quite... Okay. So as so this has definitely climbed since then. Um, no, okay, in February of this year, Nintendo announced that the Switch had sold 122 million units. That is a massive success for Nintendo. And if you compare that to the amount of units sold of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, that's like damn near a 50% adoption rate, right? Meaning... <sighs> 50% of the people who bought Switches also bought Mario Kart. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane adoption yeah. rate. Um, this surprises me. PUBG, 75 million at number five. It surprises me it's that high. Uh, but with that said, you know, you're talking about the game that basically invented Battle Royals. Or I mean, I, I know that, I know that you're right. You're right. I know that it was kind of invented as a Daisy mod or whatever i think but PUBG was the first big one mm -hmm. the one that got some some traction on twitch i mean i remember seeing it way back in the day Nick oh dude about it uh, yeah i did too and i re i remember that game came out on xbox I, it was either december of 2016 or december of 2017 and the reason i know this is because my buddy bryce was in town visiting to go see star wars with all of us and I bought it and started playing it while he was hanging out. And it was one of those situations where, like, I'd play until I'd die and I'd pass him the controller and he would go around. Um, so <clears throat> an important distinction with this one is that it doesn't include free mobile downloads or the downloads that it, since it became free to play, right? Right. That's, that's good. But the mobile version has been downloaded over a billion times. Holy Whoa. shit. All right. Number four, Wii Sports at 82.9 million. <sighs> that is, the, by the way, the company's best-selling title of all time. Um, and it's apparently the top-selling single-platform exclusive of all time. So it's the, the highest-selling exclusive, console-exclusive game. Of all time. They were successfully able to sell this console because of this game. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I mean, this was, this families wanted to play this kind of shit on the weekends. Right? Like, your mom wanted to play bowling. Yeah. Right? Your dad wanted to play pool or some something. Some Whatever it thing is. In the yeah. it, was like, it was like a thing for families to do. So it was... It was it was something that, like, h hardcore gamers looked at and kind of scoffed scoffed at yeah but it was a juggernaut man like it, and it it became a super it was a thing yeah and um wonder how many tvs got destroyed though yeah well you remember like damn 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 the switch has outsold the wii that's insane the wii has sold 101.63 million units that's how many which is a incredible <laughs> success but Damn, I didn't think the Switch was going to pull it off, but it did. Haven't they been has has the Switch been on the market longer than the Wii has? No, the Switch came out in 2017. This is actually its 6th year. That's part of the reason I'm almost uh certain that Nintendo will announce the next console sort of in the fall slash end of this year and release their new one next spring. Okay. Um and the Wii came out in 2006 with the Wii U in between. Um, and I remember, dude, like, w to bring it back to my buddy Bryce, he was the first person I knew that got a Wii. I remember hanging out in his room watching him play Twilight Princess and being like, uh, this game looks cool, but I'd... this does not look uh, uh, as responsive as, as people have hyped me up to as far as the motion controls go. And then one night, me and my brother-in-law Goose got wasted at his apartment and started having a Wii golf competition, and we were up until 6 in the morning, Steve. 
<laughs> game after game. And to a point where we we were the Steve in the Steve and Cindy situation that my sister came out of her bedroom and she was like, listen, I love you guys. I'm so glad you get along really well, but can, we, can you keep it down? I'm trying to sleep. And we're like, yeah, totally. <laughs> and then like probably 10 minutes later, you hear, oh man, hole in one, baby. <laughs> um number three grand theft auto five at a hundred well, makes sense yeah well considering they've released that on three different fucking generations three generations yeah 175 million copies the jump between number Still three and four though. yeah the jump between number three and four is double double bro yeah big um Two hundred and seventy-five damn million. That's a lot of units, man. Two Minecraft, two hundred and thirty-eight copies. Okay, so number one's like Roblox or some shit. Well, you got to think about it. You know how when people talk about like, oh, Xbox, they're gonna go out of business. The blah 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 blah. They're not doing great. They're doing all right. They're you know obviously they still trail, but they own Minecraft, bro. Mm-hmm. Xbox has a huge war sh- a war chest. As far you want to know, I-, I guarantee you a-, a hefty percentage of that fucking proposed Activision Blizzard sale came off the box of fucking uh, the blocks of Minecraft Steve and creepers or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then number one, Tetris. Nice Tetris. Nice. With that makes sense. Five hundred and twenty million copies. Now, sweet Jesus, this is this includes across all platforms, which is a little bit of a cheat, but also makes sense. I mean, damn, crazy to think about Tetris outselling something like Grand Theft Auto Five mm-hmm. is pretty impressive. But at the same time, you know, you also have to remind yourself of what's going to hit the most people. Mm-hmm. You know. And it's going to be the simpler stuff. So, but with Tetris, man, I love Tetris. I could play a game of Tetris right now, bro. You let me, me load up. You let me get a little stony baloney and load up fucking Tetris effect. Yeah, dude. You know what? You should you should uh, stream that Tetris ninety nine, where it's like oh, the battle God. royale no, Tetris. I should, I should not do that. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> get competitive. Oh yeah. boy, bro. Get it? Like, yeah. I became I become the world's top most tetris 99 competitive streamer with a uh, a total viewer count of 32 or some shit right because <laughs> can't be a, a large um large hill to climb to become the most viewed tetris 99 streamer it's <laughs> it's a by the way tetris 99 rules it's very fun and it's, it's a, such an incre- uh, incredibly creative idea uh, you know to put a spin on that franchise in that way but I suck at it. <laughs> Boy, I suck at that game. All right, buddy. All right, you ready for my my mm-hmm. next thing? Yep. So I was reading um, that uh, Magic the Gathering, <clears throat> excuse me, is putting out a Lord of the Rings expansion. Did uh-huh. you see this? I did. I, I've known about this for a little while because I, I, I tried to get back into Magic a couple of years ago, and I was like, fuck, they put out too many expansions too quickly, and I can't keep up, and it's really expensive. Um, but I do keep up with it because I love Magic. I think it's awesome. So if you were able to introduce mm-hmm. <clears throat> three like groups into Magic, they could each be their own expansion mm-hmm. or whatever. Like you're, you could have a Final Fantasy expansion, which I'm sure would be is going to be the first thing out of your lips. But that's what I mean. Like think about them as expansions, but just for specific properties. What would be your three? Final Fantasy certainly would be <laughs> right, and yep. mm-hmm. so they do these things called secret layers, right, where they release these these drops of a handful of cards that are themed. They've done like. The Last of Us, or not Last of Us, Walking Dead, inferior franchise. Um, They've done Street Fighter. They did Godzilla, you know, Stranger Things, um, all kinds of different things. Um, And a Final Fantasy set would be sick. I would prefer it to be seven because it's my favorite. And you could do Cloud, Sephiroth, Tifa, 
you know, um, Aerith. And, and I think it would, because the way they do this a lot of the times is they take an existing card and just revamp the art and stuff. So, like, right. for instance, you could take a Shivan dragon and have it be Bahamut or Bahamut. Mm -hmm the dragon mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. you know final fantasy so that would definitely be one um see i kind of for the record i would say that you could just have access to all the final fantasies in that expansion too yeah well so. if they did a full-on expansion instead of a secret layer then certainly that's what you right yeah. um buffy the vampire slayer Ooh, good one bringing it back because I don't want to do all video games and Yakuza. Who's, who's, str who, who's stronger, Spike or Angel, in your magic cards? So Spike wrote a creepy song about Buffy's sister Dawn in real life, not in the show. Oh, no. Um, and I don't know what old David Boreanaz is up to nowadays. Shit. I'd probably say Spike. I'd say Spike is, is, is stronger. I mean, obviously, Buffy is stronger than both. Buffy, so. yeah. So I would think you would, like, if you were doing a full expansion, like, the most powerful cards um, would be, Buffy would be one. Uh, I mean, you, you would, I, would think that, I would think that you would have several Buffies, right? Like you would, there would be one Buffy that was like a, a variant that was like super, like the, the ultimate one you were shooting for. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so I would say, you know, Buffy the first mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. maybe Glory would be the most powerful ones, followed by like Willow once she starts learning magic. Right, like suit, like aggro Willow. Yeah, or whatever. Dark Willow. Exactly. Dark yeah, Phoenix that's... Willow. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Yakuza, Final Ooh, Yakuza. Fantasy, and because Yakuza, just like Street Fighter, I'm very obsessed with Yakuza right now. That would be really fun too, Hell Yakuza. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro! You could do um, Majima and Kiryu in Yakuza form and in Ishin form. Mm hmm. Let me get that Chrome Anna card. <laughs> Sheesh. Can I try to? Can I try to guess your three? Yes, because I haven't thought about my three, so I'm, I was just gonna like talk it through. But let's see what your what your thoughts say. From, uh huh. Um, I would narrow it down. By the way, but you're it would you're be on Bloodborne you're... then. Um, so from there would be a from in there, and mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. gonna say. You can do this, Halls. <laughs> Alabama football and um, high Q. Um, well, you definitely got the from one. And yeah. to be honest, like I don't think I would do Bloodborne because as much as I love that game, I think I would want something with a lot to pull from. Mm -hmm. So Elden Ring would be a good one, but mm -hmm. Dark Souls probably is the way to go there um, because you have three games worth of material <clears throat> plus dlcs for each to draw from with a ton of different things so so we're talking about this right and this reminds me several times i'll show this to you i've almost pulled the trigger on getting into this final fantasy like trading card game a la magic they've got their own whole ass game right nice and the cards look real cool right and oh yeah yeah just about everybody is fucking oh shit you know Call represented it. there's garland the villain from goldbez yastola yeah. ooh from 14 riku yeah. um yeah so uh okay so we got uh we got one of yours what would the other two be okay so you were close with haiku it's it's another anime attack on titan I think would fit the, oh, the, the geez. mythos a little better. Yeah, dude. And like, there's so many giant creatures in mm -hmm. magic that you could just reskin as like the colossal Titan or the beast. Titan. Exactly. Fuck yeah. The beast Titan. All my homies hate fucking Zeke. <laughs> he better not hope that Levi's out there. Better Bro, not hope we got a Levi best. Don't go pray to God. You don't drop that <laughs> shit. All right. So 
from your you chose your from game and yep. uh attack on titan what would the last one be let's see here let's think hmm. there's so many choices you know a dead by daylight one could be kind of fun oh my god Bro. There's lots to choose from there. It yep. would be it's like each of these things would have to have their own specific mechanics, of course, but there's a lot there. I mean, Street Fighter is another one, but they already we say fucking, did that. Yeah, we already they already did that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like the idea of Dead by Daylight. I like the idea of horror characters kind of getting some moments, yeah. you know. Sounds fun. Yeah. Um Okay. So you know, one of mine would be like an eighties. 70s to 80s horror like so it would have michael myers jason freddy you know the killer from black christmas whatever the fuck um leatherface leprechaun chucky ghostface i don't know hellraiser his name is pinhead halls <laughs> all right um so the so i have a couple that are not going to take up much time at all um the first one being you know there's there's definitely a lot of interest coming from us on some of these upcoming Xbox exclusives. And I think one of them that we are most excited for is Starfield. You know, it got delayed from last year and they're like, oh, it's going to come out in the first half of the year. I remember vividly you and I saying, oh, there's another de delay coming. Like from the get when they're like, we're delaying it till the beginning of next year. I was like, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so as of now, the release is September 6th. I Listen. With the shit we have coming out between now and the end of June, that's fine with me. Peace and love, yeah. To to Redfall, but I'm not that that one. Mm, I'm a little worried about that one, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, we've got plenty of stuff to keep so, us occupied, my man. Yeah, and just knock it out, like it, whatever old Patrick um, Bateman, right? Todd Howard ass head ass kind of <laughs> kind of has a bit of a Jeff Keeley serial killer vibe to him. Um, whatever time he and his team need to get Starfield because I want Skyrim in space and I want Skyrim in space to be good. I'm okay with it. Now there would be a point where if they kept delaying it, it would irk me. But as of right now, it doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. So I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want it to be good, and I think that I'm ready for another bethesda style game like it's been I've, so long since fallout 4 i'm in the minority in the i uh, guess of the people who just love fallout 4 and um you know i didn't get into 76 that seemed like a bit of um a little bit more of a kind of suspect <laughs> entry in the series i want to i want like that classic shit man I'm yeah. ready for I'm ready for Starfield and I'm ready for the next Elder Scrolls whenever that ends up being yeah. a long ass time. Next generation. <laughs> the next um, real Fallout game whenever that is. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for it. I'm stoked for it. Um they have a direct coming up. They're doing like a whole Starfield de dedicated direct on June 11th, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that's going to be worthy of a whole episode, but I'm sure we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um so yeah, man, do what you guys got to do. If it is, if it, 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 what matters to me is that it leads to a, a better game, right? And you guys aren't like working the shit out of your employees to, to get this game that I'm so excited for. Because, you know, I know, unfortunately, like crunch and things, things like that are always going to be part of almost any creative in, uh, industry, but mm -hmm. you know, I, I would hope that that becomes less of a thing and they start treating their employees a little better because, you know, Todd Howard, he may run Bethesda and he may, you know, be somewhat of the idea guys, but it's everybody else that executes on his vision. So totally don't treat him like shit. Yeah. And it's not like they're making shit tons of money, right? Like they could probably afford to hire a few more people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, buddy, what do you got next? You got another one? Um, hmm, so I hadn't really thought much beyond those two. Okay, that's totally but fine. but um, with that said, 
if you could go back and add a band that you really love to a game soundtrack, is there any in particular that jump out at you? So band and soundtrack? So like, I mean, band and game? Video but, game, yeah. Yeah, like game. the combination of the right. two. Mm-hmm. So like my favorite band is Tool. And I got to think like, what would be a good game for Tool to be like, cause I, I like, listen, I want to say, oh, Tool and Final Fantasy. It doesn't. No, it's got to make sense. Right. Yeah. Tool and Mass Effect. It doesn't, doesn't work. I could see Coheed doing Final Fantasy, but they would not have, they would, they would have to be instrumental. See, you know I, I mean? could see Coheed doing Mass Effect because they're like the Coheed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like good their concept yeah. band, their whole concept in the story they tell in their albums is very sci-fi epic star wars and inspired so i could see them doing um mass you know they were actually on the arkham city soundtrack they had an original song for that soundtrack nice not one of their better ones could you imagine if the soundtrack to world of warcraft was the sword's first album yes i can imagine pretty it sweet I fucking love it <laughs> i can't imagine it's you know gonna fucking love it yeah, I just can't think of the so like you know we talked about you know some of the games I've backed on Kickstarter um, over the past few years, and one of them is a Tool inspired video game. Um, but I just can't. You know, it's okay. Here's another question that's in the same vein. Like, so for games that you don't necessarily need volume for, uh-huh. right? Like something you've played a million times. You're just playing it kind of go through the motions, comfort food or whatever. Or it's a grindy game. Is there like certain music that you listen to that puts you in like that specific kind of flow state of, oh, yeah, I'm about to get some grinding done. Oh, yeah. We're about to be, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like what's your go to? I find So this is something I still do to this day, 100%. So, for instance, Cyberpunk, after putting, you know, almost 100 hours in my first playthrough and then close to 100 hours in my second one, um, I got tired of hearing that fucking battle theme all the time. So what Mm -hmm. I did was I went in and I turned the in-game music down. I left sound effects and volume and all that up. And then I just, because the Spotify built-in app on the Xbox, you can play music while you play a game. Um, Mm -hmm. And I did that all the time. A lot of it was Tool. Some of it was um, uh, Little Dragon Force might have been in there from what I remember. Okay. Um, when I play Fortnite with Will, once again, I turn the Fortnite music off. I leave all the sound effects up and I listen to Spotify. I was going through a brutal breakup while we were playing Fortnite, so I listened to a lot of Coheed and Cambria at that time because that's kind <laughs> of one of their veins. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I feel that. Do you have so and and again MMOs? After a while, I would just play, you know, my music collection on Winamp while I played World of Warcraft. I would do that yeah. when I would do like uh, those daily faction quests in Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, mm-hmm. it's a big part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I like to sit down and play Slay the Spire, but I don't need to hear it no. at this point. So I'll no. just put on some music. Uh, you know, a lot, I love Russian circles for that, you know, since they're instrumental Ooh. anyway, like they're good, they're good background noise and they're kind of aggressive. So get me in a kind of a hype mood. Um, when um, I, um, when I first got into mass effect playing the first game, uh, I would play Pelican. Mm, yeah that's a good one band pelican I yeah them. instrumental bands especially the instrumental metal bands tend to lend themselves well to video games they sure do they sure do yeah um okay so i have one that i wanted to ask you buddy and i and we can wrap up on this one if you want okay yeah um so as the resident from expert and you know Frankly, one of, if not the biggest, from, you're definitely the biggest from fan I know. No, yeah, damn right I am. Um, <laughs> so you've been there, you've played all the DLCs. I have never been 
here for a from DLC release, right? So I played Demon Souls. There was no DLC. I played Elden Ring. The DLC is coming, right? Mm-hmm. So given your experience and and sort of the history of their DLC, do you have any guesses? Do you have any speculation, hopes for the Elden Ring DLC? Great question. Um, so <clears throat> based on what they've done in the past, I can give you some broad guidelines of what they're probably going to do. They're probably going to just put it in the game. You know what I mean? You're not. It, it's not going to be like you beat the game and then you go to into the DLC. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There, there's going to be some way to access a special zone that you haven't been to. Right. Um, it's been different in all their games, and sometimes it's kind of obtuse how to get there. But don't worry, somebody will figure it right out. Yeah. You know. Um, really, what I'm hoping for is if this is the only DLC we're going to get, that it's a meaty one. You know what I mean? Like, I'm down to wait another year for this DLC if I have to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, but I will, if it's, like, as good as both Dark Souls 3 DLCs put together. You know what I mean? Which right. I think it could be. Because the the have you seen the picture attached yet? No, that, that I'll look it attached? up. No. Yeah, pull it up. Shadows of the Erd Tree. And the first thing you're gonna notice, let's get let's let me get you get it pulled up here. I'm really hoping for some excellent boss battles, which they won't let me down on that, and they're gonna be hard. The boss battles in the DLC are usually without question the hardest. So I would expect millennia type challenges in 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 it for sure. It's gonna be tough. Ooh. Um <clears throat> Let's see. There will definitely be some kind of new NPCs to interact with. Um, so probably some some new NPC quest lines too. Yeah, right? at least at least an, a quest line, probably two. I'm guessing with a game of this size. Um, new weapons, of course, and what I'm really hoping for are um, more of the Ashes of War. Ooh, like yeah. some good some good new Ashes of War, which I think we'll get. Have you found the picture yet? Is this it? I'm Let's looking right now. This might be fan art. Is this it? Yeah, that's fan art. That's not it. Nope. It's uh, it's a picture of somebody riding. Oh, it, that's it. Scroll down a little bit more. That's it. Yep, that's it. So if you zo- can you zoom in on the person riding the horse there? Mm-hmm. Probably no. Okay. <laughs> well. That horse is Torrent, and that person on the horse is not you. Right. So right away, it's like, that is interesting. Uh-huh. So that means this is this happened before you were there, and it's been pretty widely speculated that the person on the horse is Michaela, or Michaela, from the Big Egg. So... The DLC seems to be focused on that. Also, if you look at the Erd Tree, there's some fucked up ass shit happening to the yeah, Erd it's Tree. it's like bleeding. Right. And I don't know if that's the Flames of Chaos bleeding or if it's like the Dark Root from the Godwin stuff. But there's definitely some interesting stuff happening in the in the plane around Mikella, like uh-huh. the, the, the ghosts the and stuff. Celestial headstones and the ghosts. They knew that people were going to look at this image and dissect it. So, so correct me if I'm wrong, buddy. The Erd tree is in Elden Ring proper, all blinged out gold. Right, it's good to go. Yeah. So, this is that. That is not what's going on with that Erd right. tree. No, no. That's what makes me think this could be p- potentially both prequel and sequel exactly like um at least this image could could potentially be that um this could be what mckella sees when he looks at the erd tree you know we know that he was trying to make his own erd Mm -hmm. tree that's Mm -hmm. what the that's what the halic tree was Mm -hmm. their lore just goes so deep and is so dense that there's so many things it could be but at the end of the day, it'll be great. Will it be the only one we get? That's to me the big question. Yeah. I hope, I hope not. This this is a realm rich for tales. Yeah, and if it is the only one, 
we get. I agree with you. I hope it is. I mean, I'm not trying to sound greedy or, you know, out of pocket here. Um, no, man, give me the Oreo double stuff, man. Yeah, I'm saying like a 20 hour, 20 to 30 hour expansion, like a real old school PC style expansion. That's probably fair, I think, to expect. I would say, um, yeah, 15 to 20 hours, depending on, on what you get out of the boss battles, probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. To, I'm very excited to be there for, like, day one of From mm -hmm. DLC. Yeah. Now, hopefully, they will release maybe some guidelines before they release it to be, like... You need to be at least be, this far in the game to access it or... Or they recommended level is this, yeah, you know, because yeah. then I could go ahead and get my playthrough started and oh, I get it ready that. to go. Fuck yeah. Hmm. Dude, yeah, I can't wait. I very can't excited. wait either, buddy. All right, buddy. Well, I think that'll wrap us up. A little bullshitting. Yeah, man, Shoot. we did it. Nice. Right good, by. Yeah. Always fun. All right, guys. Well, do you have any input on anything we talked about today? If you do, email us, highpotionpod at gmail.com. Um, follow Steve on Twitter at Stoned Cobra. Follow me at uh, Blue Harvest Pod. Follow the podcast at High Potion Pod. Listen, this guy, this episode's coming out Monday the 20th. That day, I am start, I'm, I'm on vacation for a few days, and I will be streaming my balls off at mm -hmm. twitch.tv slash Blue Harvest Pod. So come hang out. You're going to be getting done with Ishin that week, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. That you'll need to if you haven't finished it by the beginning of that week, your days should be just fucking flying through that game in yeah. my opinion. Um <clears throat> so come hang out. We'd love to have you hang out. Steve hangs out a lot of the time. I'll be on there. Zoom. I'll be there, yeah. It's a fun fucking good time. We're probably going to play some we're going to get the Dead by Daylight band to get back together and play some Dead by Daylight and Street Fighter. It's just going to be a good time. Come hang out. Leave us a review, please, and thank you. We'll see you guys next week. Mm, bye. Hey!